This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast, sponsored by Bemidji State University and Northwest Technical College. The Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast is also sponsored by Visit Bemidji and Grant Haven Campground. Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors covers the lakes, woods, trails, wildlife, and anything else going on outdoors in Paul Bunyan's Playground. Hi, this is Dick Beardsley, Bemidji Area Fishing Guide. I'd like to invite you to come to our beautiful town of Bemidji. We've got over 400 lakes in our area teeming with walleye, pike, muskie, bass, and panfish. We're the gateway to the Chippewa National Forest. We've got miles upon miles of biking and hiking trails. Paul Bunyan and Babe the Blue Ox. Fine shops and eateries in downtown Bemidji. Headwaters of the mighty Mississippi at Itasca State Park. Beautiful resorts, hotels, and bed and breakfasts. Visit Bemidji one step further. The 4th of July weekend is here. It's a long holiday weekend, which means an extra day of fishing. Good news is the fish are biting. Eric Osberg is here to talk about it next. If I had a bar for every time my line got stuck, well then I'd probably have enough for a brand new pickup truck and I'm probably gonna need it. But luck is gonna change, I can feel it. I got a secret weapon on the radio. Kevin always tells me where the fish is down. I'm fishing. Paul Bunyan. This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors podcast, sponsored in part by Bumaji State University. You can pursue your passions with a world-class education in the heart of Minnesota's Northwoods. The drive to acquire deeper knowledge and develop greater wisdom is already in your nature. So join us on the shores of Lake Bemidji. Minnesota's premier Northwoods University can help you make the world a better place than you found it. Learn more at BemidjiState.edu and schedule a tour today. BemidjiState.edu I'm Bruce Jean, and this is Fishing Paul Bunyan Country. Well, it's time to visit Eric Osberg of Ottertail County once again. Eric, how are you? I'm fantastic. How are you doing, Kevin? I'm doing great. Uh, you're on the road. What's going on? I am on the road. We we like to call this OTC on us or Ottertail County on us. We travel around to different communities. And, and we give away prizes and spread the good word about all the fun things to see and do in Ottertail County. And, and we give away, believe it or not, $500 gift cards that people can spend in Ottertail County. So we've been this year, this is our third year of doing this, this year we've been to Des Moines, Omaha, Sioux Falls, and I am just now on my way back from War Road, Minnesota. We were in War Road, at a, at a brewery last night, and uh, uh, telling people, like I said, all about all the fun things to do in Ottertail County, and and handing out a bunch of prizes in addition to the 500. They can win T-shirts and stickers and coffee mugs and um, all for all sorts of uh, fun otter swag. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, I think it, there's a, it takes a special kind of audacity. 
to go onto the shores of Lake of the Woods and tell them to go fishing somewhere else. It, it, it felt a little weird, right? <laughs> I had to, I had to acknowledge, I had to, I, I had to preface every pitch with the acknowledgement that you have a wonderful community here. You have a really big lake, and it's really awesome. However, if you're looking for a change of pace. Uh, so no, you're right. Audacity is the is the correct word, but uh, but uh, it, I, I tell you what, Kevin, my, my my favorite part of this tour is when somebody says, "Where is Ottertail County?" and mm. and I I have an old school like road map that I carry around, <laughs> and I get to point to it on the map, and <laughs> and if I can meet a stranger and show him where or her where Ottertail County is. I feel like I'm doing my job. So, um, audacity, yes, but uh, but uh, friendly humbleness as well is what we like to throw in there too. All right. Well, did you get to fish Lake of the Woods while you were there? I, I, I didn't. It was a turn and burn. We drove. We came in hot and we left early this morning. Well, not early, but uh, no, I did not. I love I love fishing Lake of the Woods, but I did not make time to do that this trip. Okay. So what's next? Are you done with the tour? You got any more stops? Uh, we're gonna go. It, we're we're done for a little for a few weeks, but in in July we're gonna be in St. Cloud. Uh, uh, we're gonna go to a St. Paul Rocks game, and then we're gonna go to Freeport, Minnesota, to the Hemaker Zoo. Okay. And then, and then in August we're gonna go to Two Harbors, and then uh, later we're gonna go to we we finish the tour in uh, uh, the Twin Cities. We're gonna go to the Minnesota Zoo, and we're gonna go to a St. Paul Saints game. So the idea is we. We've been doing a lot of baseball games in zoos, mm-hmm. trying to set up in places where people, there's already foot traffic, if that sure. makes any sense. Yep. You know, like th- there was going to be foot traffic at the brewery last night, so we were just set up on their front. And they knew we were coming. We didn't just show up and say, hey, we're going to steal your customers. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so these are all prearranged. And the the vibe this year is, is baseball games and zoos and brews and, and, and fun stuff like that. Okay. Well, I I generally love baseball games, but I'm a little I'm a little bitter right now, you know. Oh, I, you're thinking about Cleveland, aren't you? I am. I gosh, dang it! I can't. Well, the good news is I I saw that I believe they don't play them again in <laughs> September, but I'm afraid the complex has already been created, right? Like the next time the Twins have a lead against Cleveland, everybody and their brother is going to think they're going to lose. Oh I, yeah, I don't. I, yeah. It, it's atro- that just just atrocious to watch right now. It is. It, it makes me wonder if we're at that stage of the season where the pretenders get exposed. Yeah, they might be pretenders. And well, <laughs> from a bullpen perspective, they certainly are. I mean, their their offense, it, their starting pitching is done adequately. Yeah, like they they you know it's three to one ball game going into the eighth. Um, not sure why they pulled Duffy. I'm sure there's a reason, but he strikes out the side in the bottom of the seventh, and then they put in Thornburg. I, I, whatever. I, Rocco's smarter than I am. I know that. Well, <laughs> it, you're right. It's been a frustrating season. <laughs> yes. All right, let's talk about something much more fun. Yes. Honor Tail Country Fishing. How's yes. it been out there? It's been good. It's been good. Um, we've, we've hit that – well – I, let me back up. The last two times I've been out, I have struggled. In the spirit of full disclosure, um, I was maybe doing the wrong thing at the wrong time at the wrong place. Um, that being said, there's there's many other ways to, to, to catch a fish other than what I, I was. I was trying to pull cranks, and it, and it just wasn't working. Um, 
here's here's an interesting uh, uh, tactic that that I am stealing, or I was taught this by my buddy Randon Olson, who's a guide. Um, we went out on a trip not too long ago, and I've talked. You and I have talked about walleyes in the weeds before, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So what Randon was doing was he was using a very light, an eighth ounce bullet sinker. And then he had a leader, and then he and then he self tied an eighth ounce weight was just kind of not down the bottom of the weeds, but just up in the top of the weeds to make a as long of a cast as you could make, right? It wasn't a huge cast. You just made a pretty big cast. You let out a little bit of line. You didn't let out 100 feet of line. You just let, you know, let out a little line. And then you just trolled those night crawlers through the weeds. And and we had we had a 28, we had a 25-inch walleye, a 24-inch, and we were just dragging these homemade crawler rigs with a light bullet sinker through the weeds. And it was... I had never done it before, and I'm like, this is awesome. I'm going to steal this, and I'm going to do this again. <laughs> Stealing isn't the sincerest form of flattery, but I get where you're coming from. Imitation is imitation, the sincerest form yes. of yeah, Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery, for sure. So I am imitating his, uh, his presentation, for sure. All right. Well, you know, we've had a spectacular walleye season on pretty much every lake around here. The, the bite has remained strong. A part of it, of course, Eric, it, it hasn't been. We had one really hot two-day stretch. Other than that, the temps have remained fairly cool, and, and so that good June bite is continuing. Yeah, and, and, and um, it's probably been a little hotter down where we've been. Like, I was surprised at how cool it was up in, in War Road yesterday. Um, but, the, you know, if it gets too hot and you just can't figure things out, um, try bass. Try blue fishing. Try crappie fishing because because you know walleyes can be finicky. They can be harder to catch. But as you and I have talked about before, there's ample opportunities to catch other species that that tend to be a little bit more willing and able. And and if um, you know if anybody is willing to to mix it up a little bit and try for bass, uh, again I I typically concentrate on on the weed beds. Uh, deeper weeds, if you can find those weeds that are, you know, and now you're, you are trying to get down into the bottom of the weeds. Um, you know, so jungle jigs or wacky rigs or things of that nature, something that's uh, a little bit heavier. Um, last time I was out, I, I lost a giant smallmouth bass right next to the boat. So that's always fun to, 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 to find smallmouth in my personal opinion. Um, but yeah, the 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 the, wa- the water is right around seventy four degrees. Last I checked, okay. in Ottertail County, that's the surface temp. You know, um, so the the walleyes have moved a little bit deeper, but but I still maintain that when they're hungry and when they're feeding, they're 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 coming up into the shallows and they're 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 uh, they're looking for bait fish, which are usually hanging out around weeds, unless they're all balled up out in the middle of nowhere. So. He's Eric Osberg of Otter Tail County, proud of his 1,000-plus lakes. And we'll talk about more of those lakes next. I'm Jason Durham of Go Fish Guide Service. I'm proud of the efforts my fellow guides and I make to help Kev Jackson sound like he has a clue. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. The third annual Lucas Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament is coming July 23rd and 24th. You can fish any lake in Beltrami, Hubbard, or Clearwater County. Sam won the Krause Anderson Legacy Award last year and earned a lifetime fishing license. Sam, what lake were you and Dick on? No comment. Of course not. 
Anyway, it's $200 per two-person team, and you can choose the walleye division or bass division. Sam, you went with the bass division. What did you use to catch him? Definitely no comment. <sighs> okay. Anyway, first prize is a guaranteed $3,000 per division, and you can also earn $500 for the Northwoods Bait Big Walleye or the Kagan Cork Big Bass. Details available at uwfishingbemidji.com or register and pay on the Fish Donkey app. No rules meeting or wrap-up ceremony. You just register and fish where you are. Hey, Sam, where are you? No comment. Oh, come on! Sam, is there anything you'd like to say besides no comment? The Lukens Village Foods United Way Fishing Tournament is also sponsored by First National Bank Bemidji, Hills Plumbing and Heating, and Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Would you like to be interviewed for the show? No comment. Fine. This is Mike Frisch of Fishing the Midwest, and you're listening to Fishing Paul Bunyan Country. Eric Osberg, my guest. His job is to tell us what's great about Ottertail County. One of the things that's great about Ottertail County is, you know, over a thousand lakes to choose from, and a lot of those small secret ones. I'm not going to ask any small secret ones, but what the uh, of the better known lakes in there? The what? What are the hot walleye lakes right now in Ottertail Country? Well, I, I don't know if it's too late, but Ottertail was hotter than the pistol starting the season um we, we had uh, arguably the best walleye fishing we've had in years on otter tail in june um the uh, <clears throat> my uncles come up for a trip every year <clears throat> excuse me and they're they're decent anglers you know on a scale of one to ten ten being awesome they're fives and sevens um they might think they're eights and nines but they're really fives and sevens um and we, we hammered fish. We, we just absolutely hammered fish. So otter tail has been, has been the hottest. Um, and, and it was a shallow bite. And that's maybe why I struck out the other night because I was on otter tail, uh, and I was looking shallow and I couldn't find them. Uh, but otter tail has been red hot this year. Uh, big pine, which is right next to Purim, Minnesota. Uh, big pine, a lot of guys have, a lot of guys that were fishing otter tail have now started fishing big pine. And the thing about big pine is it gives you, again, a little bit more of that variety. If the walleyes aren't cooperating or you can't find them, there's more crappies to be found. There's more bluegills to be found. Um, bass are, are pretty plentiful, too. So otter tail's been good. Big pine's been good. Uh, Rush Lake has been good. Um, Pelican Lake, which is up in the northwestern part of the county by Pelican Rapids. Uh, Pelican Lake has some big walleyes in it, and it's there. And so, again, it's going to contradict myself. But <laughs> but what people are finding is that if they if they move a little bit deeper in in Pelican, they they tend to, to tend to find those bigger walleyes. But um, Otter Tail, if you had to, if 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 somebody was coming to Otter Tail County and they wanted to catch walleyes. Um, you know, past performance is not predictive of future results, right? Like that's what it says on your prospectus when you buy a mutual fund. Right. But, but past performance, if we're judging by past performance, Ottertail has been the, 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 the best walleye lake in the county, um, since it opened in May. What are you seeing when you're on the water? Is a uh, fishing number steady up, down? What, do you, what, what's it looking like out there? Well, I'm going to, Sound like a salesman because I am, but <laughs> I was—I I don't see that much fishing pressure right now. Now, when I when I got to Ottertail, it was a Tuesday night, and the last time I fished it, and I and the 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 parking ramp, you know, the boat ramp was fairly full. It wasn't full full like I could park, but I it was I had a bit of a walk, but once I got out on the lake, I did not 
see a ton of other boats, right? I didn't feel it's a pretty big lake, so that's part of the reason. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I think I haven't seen. I, I will say this: in 2020, we saw more fishing pressure, more lake activity than we had seen that I can recall. Mm-hmm. And then, in, and then in 2021, that that trend continued. It wasn't more than 2020, but it was just as busy as 2020. Uh, 2022, it's not busier, and and I would say it might even be a little less busy. I don't know if if it's because, I mean, people couldn't go to Canada for the last two years, right? Right. So they had to find somewhere to go fishing, and I think Ottertail County became a, a close second in some people's minds, and and so I'm not saying there's less fishing pressure than there used to be. I'm just saying. It doesn't feel like there's too much fishing pressure, or I, it hasn't kept growing over the past three years each year. We had a big boom in 2020, and I think we've kind of held steady after that after that big boom as far as fishing pressure goes. Uh, what else are you seeing on Ottertail uh, County Lakes? Uh, anything that's got you concerned? Well, there's always the AIS, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, well, that's uh, and then we're fortunate our our county. You know, we, we're, we're, we're pretty uh, um, progressive is the word I would use. I don't know if that's the right word when it comes to managing AIS. And we have decon stations and we have our watercraft inspectors. And so that's, the, you know, the good. And I don't know the exact number, Kev, um, of how many lakes are infested in Ottertail County. But, but, the, but our, our, our departments have done a good job of keeping that at a minimum. So AIS is always the number one concern. As far as I'm concerned, um, the you know, uh, and and I think you and I have have talked about this before, but but selective harvest is another one. Um, there's some world class bluegills. There's 10, 11 inch bluegills, and and I I, I ask I, I want people to come and fish and catch what they want and have a fish fry, but you have to understand when you take an 11 or a 10 inch bluegill out of a system. <laughs> that's a that 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 can do a lot of irreparable damage. Um, those are big fish. Those we want those genes in the gene pool. Um, we want those littler fish to put energy into growth rather than reproduction. And when you take those bigger fish out, now the littler fish can start reproducing. They don't have to be the biggest bull in the china shop. So those are, I guess, my main things that I that I ask visitors to consider is. If I am going to fish multiple lakes in consecutive days, fish the infested lakes last. So you're going to let's say you're going to try three different lakes, fish the non-infested one first, and you know clean, drain, dry, all that stuff. But but you know please don't go from an infested lake on one day to a non-infested lake on the other day. Even if you do clean, drain, and dry, it's you're, you're just right. You're you're asking for trouble there. So. Um, and then again, selective harvesting, and that that goes for walleyes as well. Um, some lakes have slots, some lakes don't, and and obviously the state lot applies to many of them. Um, but but let those bigger bigger fish go if you can. I'm you know I'm not telling anybody how to run their business, but it, it, if you want to keep coming back, if you, you know if you want next year to be as good as this year, you know con- you know conservation is a thing right you 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 have to respect the resource resources so uh so they're there for you the next time you know i don't i don't know about your area but i know certainly up here uh it it 
I'm pretty impressed with the self-motivation um, of, of most of the anglers, particularly when it comes to selective harvest. And, you know, um, they, they've been doing catch and release for years. Now, you know, it's, it's codified in a, in a lot of cases. But uh, so I, I always appreciate Minnesota anglers. They seem to be pretty smart in that regard in their catch. It's not like they uh, want to spread AIS, but it is such a complicated issue. But they seem to be much more... Uh, in tune to that as well now too so hopefully we'll see some slowdown there yeah and, and you're right i i sometimes maybe i'm too pessimistic um like i was we were in war road and and i was talking with a guy they were they were visiting lake of the woods from wisconsin and and so we started talking about fishing in ottertail county and and when he was asking about walleye fishing and i automatically assumed he was looking for a fish fry and so I was like, well, you know, here I go to Ottertail Lake, and there's lots of fish and all this stuff. He's like, well, I'm more interested in catch and release for big fish. And so I think you're right. I think that catch and release mentality has caught on. Um, and and so, yeah, it's always nice to see when others are uh, adapting. Again, I, I like a fish fry as much as the next person. I just uh, I just I want to self-regulate, I guess, right. is, the, is the phrase I would use. Yeah, and uh, and, you know, fry the right fish, too. <laughs> right, right. By the way, by the way, fried northern pike is delicious. Yes, it is. And, and we have a very liberal, we're in a zone, uh, I would ask people to double check this because I don't have the rule book right in front of me, but I'm pretty sure you can keep 10 pike um, under, is it 22 inches? I, I, I something like that. Exactly, something like that. But we're in that, we're in that kind of what I would call intensive harvest. Yeah, the northern. done that, but. That's the north central zone. The north central zone, yes, yep. sir. And if you're looking for a fish fry, and and again for the health of the fishery, you can have you know ten, twenty one inch or twenty two inch or you know twenty two or under, but ten, twenty to twenty one inch pike, you're going to end up with a lot of little fish nuggets out of that, and uh, they, they they make a delicious fish fry. They do, and they got all kinds of videos on uh, you know. <laughs> On YouTube on how to get those Y bones out because that's the one thing that a lot of people don't like about Northerns is a lot of bones. But uh, follow those videos and and you'll have nice, delicious fillets of fish. And, and I, I would I would be willing to bet if you put a if you chopped up a fillet you know into into cubes if you cubed up a fillet of Northern and a fillet of walleye and fried them together, your your guests would have uh, they they might not be able to tell the difference. If you're very, if you've eaten a lot of fish, you might be able to tell that the the meat is a little firmer on a northern. Yep. But taste wise, yep. there's no difference. Yep, yep. They're they're. I think they're an underappreciated species. Like I, 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 I'm guilty of it myself, right? You catch a fish and you're fighting the fish, and then you see it, and you're like, ah, oh, it's just a northern, <laughs> you know. But um, I would point out that there are some special regs on on Ottertail Lake. Uh, Ottertail Lake's minimum is thirty. So uh, the DNR has some special uh, projects that they're working on for pike size on otter tail. So can't keep a 20 or a 21 on otter tail, but, but many other lakes. We'll wrap it up with Eric Osberg next, and he'll endure his first Fast Five. He hadn't even heard of the Fast Five. He did okay. Hey, I'm Jason Rylander of North Country Guide Service. My back sure hurts from carrying Kev Jackson for all these years. If you're ready to write the next chapter of your life and love the outdoors, Northwest Technical College might be the perfect fit. Northwest Technical College in Bemidji has state-of-the-art technical education and six career paths in the heart of the Northwoods. 
automotive, building trades, business, health, child care, and manufacturing technology. We're surrounded by more than 400 lakes and acres and acres of forests. You can be fishing, you can be hunting, and you can be plotting the course of your life all at the same place. The shortest path to your dream job begins at Northwest Technical College, Bemidji's Technical College. Learn more today. Visit ntcmn.edu. When planning your trip up north, plan to park your RV or camper at the spacious Grand Haven RV Campground in Bemidji. You'll be in the perfect area to ride ATV, fish, hunt, and hike. With free parking for your boats and trailers and located just off Highway 2 west of Bemidji, Grand Haven Campground is the center point for your next Northland adventure. Fish hundreds of surrounding lakes and cruising the miles and miles of the ATV trails northern Minnesota has to offer. Visit Grand Haven Camp. Ground.com and book your stay today. Hi, this is Nate Blazing with the Nissel Guide League, and you're listening to Paul Bunyan Country Outdoor. Eric Osberg is my guest. When we went to break, we were talking about the virtues of the much maligned northern. Well, listen, if we can love the eel pout like we do now, we certainly can love a northern. Yeah, or, and, I, and again, I think you and I have talked about uh, tulipy. Tulipy are sexy fish now, too. That's right. Um, and, and here's another one for you catfish. This, one thing that, that Ottertail County has that many places don't is we've got the Ottertail River. And, and there's, it's loaded with smallmouth bass, largemouth bass, panfish, but it has catfish. And so near the community of Fergus Falls, um, you, you can get into some really good catfishing. And we're not mm. talking just itty-bitty ones. Um, I personally have never figured it out or done it, but I know people that know what they're doing. And, and you can go catch some nice catfish. Uh, near Fergus Falls in the Ottertail River. Most of the people here, if they want to go catfish, and they got to go over to uh, Grand Forks and uh, fish the shores of the Red River. But well, and that's that's world class. Though. Yes, you know, we, we and we've done that. We we went up. We went all the way up to Drayden one time. Oh wow! And yeah, and that is that is like that's a bucket list trip. Um, I can't remember now. I feel bad. I can't remember the guy's name. He's the catfish whisperer up there. <laughs> what is his name? Uh, Matthew Brewer introduced me to you know Matthew Brewer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Matthew Brewer introduced him to me, and I'm on the spot, and I can't think of his name. God darn it! Oh, um, I, if you if you Google catfish and and Red River, uh, his name is going to come. He wrote a book about it. Oh really? He literally wrote the book, and we went up there years ago, and we went with Matthew Brewer and his son Tate. And we caught uh, we caught uh, so many catfish, and they were huge. They were like twenty five, thirty. I mean, they were just massive, massive catfish. So that is a uh, up by Drayden. There, you're right. There's there's some world class catfishing up there for sure. All right. Well, uh, if we're going out fishing this weekend, and we don't have a set agenda, we're not really concerned about species. We just want to have some fun. Uh, what should we be fishing for? What do we need to have in the boat, and whereabouts should we be fishing? I would, I would I, slip. I, my number one lure of choice right now would be slip bobbers. The, the 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 problem with that is you're 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 not fishing fast. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're not covering a lot of water. But a, a slip bobber and a leech, you could, because it can because you never know what could bite. You could catch a walleye. You could catch a bass. You could catch bluegills. You could maybe catch crappies. But a, a slip bobber is a really good a choice right now. Um, if if you're, I, I I would target bass. I, I it, it, and, and again, not to sound lazy or, or whatever, but if I want to catch fish, if I just want to experience the joy of having something bite my line and reel it in, 
Um, I would be targeting bass. Um, but again, uh, 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 you know, the, the bluegill population, the crappie population, they're, 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 uh, they're usually willing to cooperate. And if you did say, I want to catch a walleye, what should I do? I, I would throw out a bottom bouncer and a, and a crawler harness and just troll around. You can cover water that way. And I would, don't be afraid to go heavy with that bottom bouncer. Use a three ounce bottom bouncer. Use a two, two and a half ounce bottom bouncer. And then just cruise the, the brakes and go for a nice boat ride, and maybe you'll, your rod will bend in the process. All right. You know what we haven't done yet, Eric? What's that? We, we've never done a fast five with you yet. What's a fast five? You have to tell me the rules. Oh, man, I, I thought you'd listen to the show. Well, I do, but I forget. <laughs> the fast five is a, is a way we, uh, we learn a little bit more about our guests on uh, Paul Bunyan Country. We, we just throw okay. five uh, quick questions at you. Some fishing-related, some non-fishing-related. Okay. That's all there is to it. Are you, are you up for this? I'm Absolutely, I'm game. All right. Three. Five. Fast five. Question number one. What is your favorite fish to catch? Smallmouth bass. I could have guessed that. Question number two. What's your favorite fish to eat? Ooh, that's a good question. I'm going to go with crappie. Okay. Question number three. How old were you when you caught your first fish, and what was it? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I my, my memory's a little foggy, but I, I'm going to say I was four or five, and it was a largemouth bass, and it was on Cedar Lake near Uppsala, Minnesota. That's a pretty good memory. Well, I'm... I'm, I'm I'm assuming a lot there, but that's, that's where I learned to fish was on a bass lake near Upsala, Cedar Lake near Upsala, Minnesota, and uh, and I'm, I'm pretty sure I caught a bass. That's what started it all. All right. Question number four. What was your favorite subject in school? Um, I'm going to say science, biology. Okay. And question number five, the most controversial question of the day, Alabama or ACDC? ACDC, 100%, no doubt. Eric Osberg, anything before we wrap it up? No, just I really appreciate you having me on, Kev. I I always enjoy our conversations, and, and, and I understand that many of you, just like you mentioned, you know, the audacity it takes to ask someone to leave Lake of the Woods to come to Ottertail County. I know many of your listeners are in really good fishing areas already, but if they haven't checked out Ottertail County, um, I think it's, it's worth a visit. So uh, if they want to learn anything, they can they can visit OttertailLakeCountry.com or give me a call or a text. My cell is 218-639-3130. Eric, good luck next time you hit the water, and have a great 4th of July weekend. Thanks. You too, sir. Hey, really appreciate you taking the time to listen to the show and hopefully learn something. Have a great weekend. Stay safe. Enjoy the fireworks. Enjoy the parades. Enjoy the fishing. And we will talk to you next week. This has been the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast. 
Sponsored by Visit Bemidji and Grand Haven Campground. The Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors podcast is also sponsored by Bemidji State University and Northwest Technical College. And don't forget, you can listen to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country on KB101 FM and KBUN Sports Radio 104.5 weekdays, as well as Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Saturday mornings on KBUN Sports Radio 104.5, B93.3 in Brainerd Baxter, and Kick FM in Alexandria. <laughs>